Welcome to the Fish Tea Podcast, where we talk about LGBTQ politics, pop culture, growing up in the Caribbean, life in the diaspora, and the work it takes to sustain love, life, and laughter in the midst of all the white noise. This is a big Omanti, and today you're hanging with Tracy, Duel, and Shadina. We're giving you everything, honey. Get into this mug. We're serving you a hot cup of fish tea. Cups up. Cups up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Me, are you on my side? Are you in a Shadina? You want to know? All right. So oh, yeah. like, I'm going to feel like I just figured that out. My love, the boy. <laughs> All right. So, let me know if you know how this. Start talk now, or if you go by it one more time. Start talk now. Okay. All right. So today we're back again, and we're talking about a very, I don't want to say a popular topic, but it has been, I think, getting a little bit more popular in the last maybe like year or two. Um. Okay, guys, so we have to do our checking. <laughs> We're going to go to the check We're going to have a quick checking with all the ladies of the Women of Fish Tea. Um, I'm going to start with Tracy. Oh, my God, Tracy, what's going on in Kingston? I hear it's hot down there. Like, when are you in Kingston? Best live a country, member girl. Oh, my God, country. <laughs> so everything, Tracy, girl. Girl, a nine months. Just nine months. <laughs> Why well, can't complain? Kingston polluted. I don't know what is this smog that's covering Kingston. Every time I drive off of the land going at home, I see smog. Don't see smog, nothing rivers and abundance. Is um the, the everywhere dust from the place. The, the dust place. Yeah, because from morning it's it looked dust. Sahara it. Desert? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't yeah, but that would have been like a like a hazy white. But it's not a hazy white, it's like a like a well it could possibly be, you know. Kinda is like a brown haze. Mm. So but I haven't seen any report that was supposed to be. I don't know, oh. I don't know what it is. But all in all, I'm great. How are you doing? Um, you know, I've been doing really great. Um, my time here in Leeds is winding down, so I'm in the heat of working on my dissertation. Um, and I just did the Leeds University Student Sustainability Conference, which was like a pretty big deal for me. So, um, yeah, things has been going good. The new variant is starting to get popular again here and the cases are going back up. Oh. So people are saying that the prime minister should not be opening back up um, the clubs and stuff come June 21st because the hospital cases and so are kind of go back up again. So they might talk about that a lot. But also that things have been really good. And so can't complain. What's your dissertation topic? Um, I am going to be doing it on political marketing back um, in Jamaica. So I'm going to be looking on... Uh, PMP and JLP use of uh, social media content on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, how they've been engaging people during the last election and the impact that had on their audience engagement. Mm-hmm. 
and stuff like that. So basically, one holy for stress. But mm-hmm. yes. So how was the picnic in the cemetery? And is it something you're going to bring back home? <laughs> you're going to want to go picnicking. <laughs> First of all, you're not gonna leave that dog. My campus is very like historical and stuff. So there's like a old cemetery that's been here where some people found way back in the days when Leeds never have nobody they buried there. Um, and as they extended the campus, they took over that part of the cemetery. And then claim say all the people that when they did there did dig up and whatever, 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 but there's still a couple of graves that are there. And I think some people who are very popular. I'm in England, everybody with me can't burn nobody right now. But um it was an experience. Wouldn't do it again. I mean, I do it with no cemetery at Jamaica because I know said so the white people them doppy and our doppy are two different doppy. So even we take chance with the white doppy them, but definitely not take chance with no Jamaican doppy. So definitely not doing it when I come back home. But it was it was a it was a a fun experience that I can say, you know. I had a picnic in a cemetery. Moon beats again, though. But mm. it is what it is. Okay. How have you been, Shads? I got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, I do the people them work. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have to pay them about the seventy-five million dollar. You know, cause I wouldn't have it. I'm a banana boat ready. <laughs> so well, I mean, you were here when the project it started. So. I don't know what you're talking about. I I am not involved in any way, shape, or form in anything that is happening. I don't know anything. If nobody called me to testify, I don't know anything. I wasn't there. We don't really know. We can't remember. Wow. Yes, yeah, so it's that work. After all. Andrew, I've all that down. So. Okay. All right. Oh, well, I guess um, we can jump wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I'm oh. getting my second dose of the AstraZeneca <laughs> on June 21st. So we're going to oh, be back and relax. Right? And what? Girl, I got my Pfizer shot. <laughs> I'm getting my second dose in August. <laughs> So I'm going to be a Pfizer baby when I come back to Jamaica. And of course, I got iPod all around to have AstraZeneca vaccine. Okay, I'm going to remind the same of Pfizer in my blood, which means, you know, I don't want to say it out loud, but yes, <laughs> I'm the Pfizer and you're the AstraZeneca. You know, that's what I say. <laughs> so what the difference yeah, other than the Wait. I'm going to feel like I'm some something to chase it. I'm safe to drug me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So today we're talking about something that is like very exciting. Um, and you know, it's become very popular in the last year or two. Um, and I guess I think it's just important to talk about what we're gonna talk about for a lot of different reasons. So today the woman of 
Fishy podcast will be talking about the sexualization of lesbian and bi women in the dancehall arena. And, and um, I'm excited to hear, you know, all the perspectives that I'm about to share. Um, you know, that I love stuff about dancehall and in some of this. So I'm excited to look at, you know, like all the different angles um, of this particular topic and wherever it leads me to, this all going night. So yeah, uh, Tracy, you know, so we like start with you because you don't know, say, you know, they're on the place for a long well, you time. You know, and I really want to upset. I want to know that it start though. Because when I... Really, the hell? <laughs> Shadina, how you doing? <laughs> no, but so is has it really been around a long time though? Like... This sort of thing in dance and music or it's like probably five years ago, like the popular, mm-hmm. it got popular within dance and music, probably in like American culture, because you know them people that they're mm. progressive and such. But with us, I think it started like probably not the last five years or so. Not even five years. More even self, I think, more even self, I think overall, like going beyond the regular sexual things that we normally talk about in dancehall, you know, the very um, basic things that people normally talk about in dancehall. I think over the last five or so years, we can't, no, five or more. Yeah, long time. Because um, somewhere, Verbs Cartel listening with um, Freaky Girl that come out oh, yeah. more than five years ago. So I think the kinds of boundaries that we push when we talk about sex and different things that, you know, are not the norm, I think is something that's been happening a good while now. But I think um, that kind of visualization of women together, doing things together um, in music videos, I think that's still probably very young. So when I say maybe about two or three years, I would say the furthest I'd, um, I would go back. But I think my, my question that I'd want to ask um, is, is this, is this like genuine representation or do you just think um, that what's been happening is just the regular sexualization of feminine women doing things with themselves, whether it's just be like, you know, like how wind up on one another or going further, you know, like a kiss or a, a more sexual. I think that's where my question is. Is it actual really representation or people just do this just to get a hype? Um, I think the first image of it that we saw, like Stuart said, um, there's a lot of songs and so, but you weren't seeing videos. So people just have said lyrics and such. The first image of it was in Shensia song. I remember waiting here. And I think it wasn't representation in that song. I think it was a publicity stunt. So to create controversy around it, so people would have watched the video, um, yeah, more, mm-hmm. put more in our pocket, in a sense. And so, so I don't think it's representation. I just feel a publicity stunt and people just want to attract more persons to their music, to their videos, and so, so they can become popular. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Shadina because if you do listen to the lyrical content of some of these songs, you'll find that the video um, images have nothing 
with what he's done. And and I what would be interesting to see is um as Sewell had said earlier about Brad Carter's song Freaky Girl, I'd like to say that video being done states what would be included in it. It's always one thing when women dance together in in any setting. Because from from very young, we've always been touchy feely with each other in an innocent way. So dancing with your friend in a club, in an open space at a house party, no mean nothing. When you're going to take it now from just wind up, wind up by each other into um, a kiss, you're sharing a bath, you're naked, mm-hmm. it, it, it's much more than just innocent right there. Mm-hmm. So the, so for me, knowing the state that Jamaica is in where, you know, if you ask some people about homophobia in Jamaica, they'll tell you that it don't exist. Others will tell you, yeah, it's still about it. You might not hear so much about Shadina had alluded to um, overseas, and I find that a lot of times we tend to mimic our overseas market. Mm-hmm. For publicity, yes, because sex sells. Mm-hmm. Do we have to go? Do you have to go to the extent where your what's the word that I'm looking for? Where you're mimicking the actions of lesbians? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. But you chose to. So here we are with it. Mm-hmm. Because even in that last, what, what, what was that song that we just looked at a while ago? Love it by that the, the expert. Right. Mm-hmm. Him, whatever. That song I never have nothing to do with. Yeah, that song I never have nothing to do with lesbians. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the video showed two women getting very intimate with each other. Mm-hmm. Never mind. But yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think the closest thing I would probably say the actual representation of, you know, lesbian or bisexual women in dancehall would probably be the feedback that I saw from, I think it was in 2000 and, was it 2018 or 2019, I think. Um, I think it was more 2019 because I remember when we did that Pride, on, when I was doing Pride, we, I briefly um, spoke about it. In a in a in an interview, I think with the star. But um, I remember that there was this YouTube series that was starting called Dancehall Divas. Um, I don't remember how far this the series actually went. If it not became anything, because I never really watched it. But I know that there was a lot of talk around the series because there was an actual lesbian couple that were going to be a part of the series. Um. And even though they didn't live in Jamaica, they were of Jamaican heritage. Um, and it was an actual lesbian couple. So they actually talked about, you know, like, you know, their relationship and how they kind of navigated, um, you know, this space of dancehall as a lesbian couple and that sort of thing. Um, so I think, I think if we had those kinds of things coming out in the actual music videos and music, in a sense, um, I think we could class it as representation. Um, and I think when Chin, Chin, were you sitting there with Golibop? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And I think when Chin came out as bisexual um, as well, and, you know, I watched, well, I was looking at a few of the comments on Pinkwall and Daydreams and even on the star, because it was an article in the star that she came out in. Um, and it didn't really have the negative, like a lot of negative comments, whether it was from people who were actively participating in dance hall or just in like general people I give feedback. Um, so like those things I would say are representation um, of, you know, lesbian and bisexual women in dance hall. Um, and I think, I think other kinds of things you can class as representation. I, I, I remember there was a challenge. I think Spice had a couple challenges. Shensia had a couple challenges. Um, challenges you know where she was doing some things for her music um and there were people who were known from you know the lgbt community including people who were lesbians um as well and they were also in the challenge i know she really opened you know and you know she welcomed everybody to do the challenge i think those things we can say are representation you know people participating um not in a way where you're only doing it from like the male gaze perspective. Cause I think a lot of how we present these women in the videos are from the typical male gaze, you know, the two feminine looking women, you know, very nice, attractive, nice and sexy. And they're doing things that a man would go like on porn or whatever, or a man or whatever threesome would want to see, you know, and would and, and, and right. want to participate in. So I think those other things we can class as representation, but I'm not sure if some of these music videos stuff, I don't know if that's representation. I think it's more sexualizing lesbian women, which we know is a, is, is a thing. And a lot of persons from the community have always, you know, been very vocal. And, it. But the irony to it is that they're not going to look at it as um, representation of lesbian. They're going to look at it as, as two women being freaky and that too yeah because that's what so, i was going to say um is it representation for lesbian women or bisexual women or the act because we always tell people say your sexual behaviors doesn't um predict or say this is your sexual orientation or so, so i'm wondering if it's mm-hmm. just that but it's, i don't think they know it like that i don't think they know mm-hmm. it from that that definition in itself i just think they're just looking at it in the manner that they know it as, we, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody did a watch porn from them as teenagers or, or when them put a I was, I, I, I was not time. watching porn as a teenager, Tracy. Okay, I'm Mary Poppy. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So, so from that perspective, you, you would not, you'd think that mm-hmm. they'd recognize it as such, and. Uh, represent it as such mm. and talk about mm-hmm. it but they're not gonna do that they're thinking of it as a part of sex and that part of sex that men usually mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so it, it definitely will not fall under representation unless the artist is um, deliberate in wanting to send that message mm-hmm. or as you said before Chances are the artist is is lesbian, and mm-hmm. will and the director will do a video that shows a proper representation. Now. Yeah. 
Because you find with, with dance hall mostly, it's overtly sexual. In it. There is never a, a lesbian going to work, coming home at the end of the day, foot tired and our partner comes, put our foot in a hot water. It, it's never that. It's always dance hall, skimpy clothes, somebody I wind up on somebody, with mm. cream I go in at somebody's mouth, find somebody's belly, some breast, some, I mean, all the stuff you mm. like. So, and, like, and rightfully, as you said, even looking at the comments that this recently released um, song and video, nobody is saying, yo, me about all that. Mm-hmm. It's yo, the song hot. It's, it's the song, it's the lyrics that they're listening to. No, it's almost as if the video doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I do want to play devil's advocate for a bit though, because there is also the side that says, you know, because of whether we want to call it sexualizing of you know lesbian women or whatever we want to call it, um, oftentimes when we do bad things, sometimes some good can come from the bad things that we do, right? And it can be intentional or it can just be you know just by luck and by buck up. But I love to I I I love to ask though. Um, in the process of this kind of sexualization of, you know, lesbians and, or just the act of two women doing certain things um, that lesbians would do or, you know, women who are bi would do. Do you think the constant showing of these things in some way can normalize people um, seeing actual lesbian women you know like out in public together and do you think that sort of thing can be of any benefit to the overall movement no yeah why should you want to go first or you want to go? Hmm. i'm looking at it in a way that if you're all right when you see it in your face like, you know, mm-hmm. it's real. But in our video, you might say, oh, they might get paid for do that. So, them just do something. Exactly. Exactly. So, the intention is what is, 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 is key here. Are mm-hmm. we intentionally doing this because we're sending a message and we're saying, hey, it's okay. Or are we doing this because it's something that we can do to draw some attention and get some views and push up with numbers and get the, you know, mm-hmm. the royalties off of the play? Um, if, if, if the intention isn't one where you're moving the, the fight forward, then no. All right. So on one hand, my mind is saying it possibly could cause a chain reaction, but I don't know if the chain reaction is going to be something that comes into effect eventually at 10 year time. This feels mm-hmm. more like a third year eventuality, mm-hmm. right? Um, because once you see it often enough, you become desensitized. Right. After that, what, what, what is going to be the story behind it? You know, people go, oh, they always do that. However, can a lesbian couple, after 10 years or, or you know, whatever mm-hmm. the, the time frame is, walk down the street hand in hand, hugging or anything without some boy wear a robot in hand middle, I call mm-hmm. them in a one manner will make you want to go back and yard with your skin. Mm-hmm. Because if that doesn't stop, 
it didn't work. My my thing is, and I think a lot of times with dancehall, a lot of things are not really intentional. I think enough things just happen. I don't want to say by luck, but it just happened. Um, and so I think sometimes if we look at certain things, um, so f- for example, maybe I've never spoken to Vibes Cartel, so I don't know what his genuine intentions were. For example, when he made um, a Freaky Girl song, I don't know if his genuine intention was more certain things to become normal. So, you know, um, umana, suckman, uda, whatever. I'm aiming for this to be normalized or, you know, to be seen as not something where, you know, um, you know a woman do it, you know, she forgot either her face or whatever. Um, and in doing that song, a lot of people can argue that n- looking back at 10 years versus now, a woman, you know, um, a suck uda or whatever is not seen in the same way as it used to be seen long before him do the song. Um, and so sometimes I wonder if a lot of the things that we do in dancehall is intentional or are just something where we just put for a little flavor in a something or just to create like excitement. And it so happens that, you know, it just get popular, you know, it's start training, it just become a whole thing that now becomes a part of our culture. And becomes a part of us. Um, and so that's the part that I would kind of look at with these kinds of things. It might not be intentional because I don't think any dancehall art, artists, especially men, are going to intentionally get up and say they want to help, you know, um, the movement go forward. And because of that, we're going to put some women together for whatever. I don't think anybody going to do that really and truly. Um, but I'm thinking if in doing this thing for an ulterior motive, it can also jumpstart something that can possibly benefit. My only thing or, with that is the kind of women that we're using to create this effect is a stereotype of lesbian relationships, a stereotype of lesbian women, a stereotype of bi women. Because not all lesbians look like what we see in these music videos. Not all lesbian couples look like this. And so I'm wondering if that part might be also harming or pushing back the movement. So I think there's a lot of different perspectives at play. Um, That could possibly be true and could not possibly be true. Um, every time, when I think about it, I think about the community holistically, right? Mm -hmm. And you always find that, and I want to, I want to make sure that I say this right, but work with what I say, don't watch the statistics because I'm dead wrong (laughs) on the statistics. Um, you will find that women usually fly under the radar way better than men, mm-hmm. right? So usually when something is done with women in a sexual manner, it's overlooked, past nobody makes about it. The mm-hmm. videos that had the women in it, let's twist that story and say, oh, you think mm-hmm. the comments would still have been 
pretty general and saying, yo, my like the song, the lyrics shot, it, mm. you know, it's hot, it can't make it to, to the world. Mm. No, 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 it wouldn't. It would have gotten a serious backlash and it would have had to have been down. Yeah. I know them days where everybody just, mm-hmm. it's a, the slightest a thing and, and someone could just come down, cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're able right now to play with that narrative because they can. Women always fly under the radar. It's, it's, oh, it's okay if it's two women. No, we can't invite a man. So as a bisexual woman, you will look into your partner to say, can I have a threesome? It's a negative if there's going to be another man there. Can I have a threesome with another woman? Oh, sure. Great. Let's do it. We're ready for it. With a certain kind of woman, too, because not right, all because want to do a threesome with a woman that is masculine presenting. I mean, there might be a few that, that you know, will, will go, but... Will overlook, right. Right. They're not going to. So, as you said before, mm-hmm. it could also be creating harm because here it is that you're feeling in stereotypical idea of what a lesbian looks like or who a bisexual um woman looks like and what what mm-hmm. it is that them do. It is always anytime you're talking about the game, it's always sex that comes up. Mm-hmm. You never hear about family, you don't hear about education, you don't hear about the good things that they've done for Jimmy. You don't hear about none of them stuff. Mm-hmm. Always boils back down. And that is where I think for most people it starts and stops. But but do you think though, because it's dancehall. I'm gonna really talk about work and family. Like that's not really what we're talking about. Yeah, no, like, but dancehall really and family, family and work and school too. and get degree. Like we are talking about, they don't fuck and fist about all and the kind of sex flatness and excitement. So I'm I'm wondering if if you like, how would we expect to kind of hear those other. Listen, remember that. Remember that, that dance hall covers a wide array of topics. So it's not mm-hmm. not only sex, guns, and 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 top down somebody, right? And mm-hmm. bury somebody. Not usually. It's not only that. It also talks mm-hmm. about you know the woman who stood by your side forever and day, mm-hmm. even though you did do her wrong, but she did still keep her. Now you realize what going. It talks them talk about mm-hmm. their mother, and when women do for them, them talk about their father, what their father did for them really and truly to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do talk about women in other aspects. So mm-hmm. keeping that narrative and putting this, the video to fit that narrative with two women, mm-hmm. would I appreciate that too? If you can do the wind-up, wind-up, let me see you do the other part and then let's see how, how that narrative carries across to the audience. Mm-hmm. But let me say, it's once, it, once it comes on to sex, you let it pass. If it's anything else where they have to sit and watch this thing play out and it looks anything close to what is happening in, in reality in a heterosexual mm-hmm. um, relationship, they are going to burn it out. Because remember, you know, it's one thing to have dancehall come up and do some flatness and have two women do them things. It's a whole nother thing Sunday morning when church started. Mm-hmm. We gone right back. So we're okay with it in this because this is entertainment and this is publicity and you just want to mm-hmm. get some views and you're trying to do what the Americans do or you're trying to do what some other countries do. 
and, and you know, test the waters and see if you can broaden your audience base. Sunday morning or Saturday morning when you go to church, you're born it out. But do you think, though, and as I say, I'm playing. Oh, I'm time. there with you. <laughs> um, but do you think, though, that the fact that we're able to see these things more, because again, if we go back a couple, 10 years, well, I don't know even if... Well, but 10 years ago, there was not social media. That's no. Social media but, might be the biggest. No, but, but, but even in dancehall videos and, and, and that kind of space, um, I don't think it's a space where we used to say, oh man, I wind up, wind up together. Um, no, there was always that. No, but and, no man, not, not, not as in like me and my friend them the party. I know we are vibe together and I dance together. I mean, like you don't see a dancehall video, for example. You wouldn't see two women that do nothing, wind up, wind up, and wind up together, or I do not whatever. Like, you just enough women that wind up, wind up with the man, did it? Or women just a, a dance. One woman just a dance, one woman just a dance, one woman just a dance. So, the fact that we're now seeing, like, I don't want to say a consistent pattern, but we've been seeing more than one, more than two, more than three kind of videos with women interacting sexually together or just that do whatever that they don't normally do do you think this is an indication that the society is 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 moving in a way where we no longer see these things as taboo in a public display as in a video where i show up on youtube with actual hardcore dancehall artists do we see any of this as any kind of indication that we're moving however little or however slow, but we are moved in a, a certain right-ish direction? Hmm. Um, because I think we can argue it, you know, that these same men who will show these women kissing and we can say, you know, yeah, you know, this is a good little thing, you know, for lesbian women and, you know, um, the LGBT community because we are sure women are, are wind up and a kiss up together. So, you know, yeah, this is a good thing. But we can say that and that is true. Um, and we can also count that as an indication that there's some kind of normalization of women doing certain things that we don't normally see. But then a lot of these same artists are the same men who are going to say bond this and bond that. So it's kind of like, yeah, the one little good is something we can probably say, yeah, this are the good. But at the same time. No. I'm still a stick with me now. <laughs> and you know, let me tell you why I'm a stick with me now. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can if I, if I stick back as far as the eighties when dancehall um, music videos were 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 on. Even when I when I look back on YouTube, I look at these videos and I look at the dress then, the dance then, mm-hmm. and the dance and the dress. No, and how it has transitioned over the years. Um, we're moving from big clothes, bright colors, big earrings. You know, um, like you say, you know, it it, it looks as if it was just you know. And they are one party, I want to just everybody are holding space and other than dance. Mm-hmm. And, 
and then it moved into tights and a little shorter tights with a blouse, you know, blouse that was a tight, and then it moved into a shorter, shorter tight, you know, now we're at mid thigh, and then we have some midriff tighter blouse, and then now mm-hmm. we have something that and something that some tips for somebody mm-hmm. right? So I'm not going to say that progress can't come from it because it could be a talking point, mm-hmm. right? When I see it on national TV, as any other regular dancehall video, mm-hmm. whether they want to show it 11 o'clock at night because I'm them post today and I'm bed, this from mm-hmm. Broadcasting Commission, um, rules and regulations mm-hmm. or whatnot, let me see it come on national TV. And then I might consider changing my law. But now it's on social media. Social media is an open space. You can say whatever, do whatever, as long as you mm-hmm. once again, you know, disrupt the people and come guidelines, whatever. But the fact that it's, it's social media that is uh, making it known versus the national TV stations. Mm-hmm. Get it there, and then we'll consider it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, con- I'll, I'll half or quarter consider it as, as one-eighth of progress. Um, I think in the way the representation is done, it goes back to the topic. The way in, it's, in, the way in which it is done, it is sexualizing lesbian and bisexual women because it's just done in one concept. You're just a woman that kiss up on all of them, something there. I don't think it indicates growth. It just a contribute to the problem to me. And that is fair. That is fair. And I and I and I can take that. Um, and I guess for me, it's like I'm like on the yes, on the no. Um, I don't think I'm one. Maybe leaning a little bit more to the no, but I'm noting that this has started a conversation. Um, the issue that I'm having is, again, goes back to the conversation that we will have after you watch the video. Um, because after you watch the video of, you know, the two feminine women, you walk out a door and you see a masculine um, woman with a feminine woman or a masculine woman with another masculine um, presenting woman together as a couple. And then people look upon it and them say, you know, like, you know, that, you know, what that I go on, this or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think people in a way from seeing a lot of these images, they think lesbian women should look a certain way. Um, and so if you don't look like how we are imagining what we're seeing in these videos, that's, you know, being normalized then to say, um, then you kind of fall outside of what we will accept in a way. Um, so I think, and I think it goes into the question that I'm seeing, what good representation for, for queer women in dance would look like? And I think, and I'd, I'm not sure if this is anybody in dancehall's responsibility, but I think if you're going to, make an effort to do that, then it kind of becomes your responsibility of what you're showing and what you're saying. And it kind of goes back to the argument, even when we talk about um, violence and dancehall, that, you know, 
there is a certain responsibility that the artists have or whoever are going to do the video or whoever upon the, the team. Well, I mean, you have a certain responsibility um to kind of be mindful of the content that you promote and you and you, and you push out because people will see and buy into it and believe. So I think what a good representation um, of queer women would look like to me is showing the different types of queer women that exist and it's not about the girl with a long Brazilian ear and her breast them big and her tongue bore and her bottom big and her waist small and she'd have on her tattoo yeah, and she look like what a man would want or, you know, that sort of thing. I think showing different representation um, of women and kind of not so much focusing on the sexualizing part and the kissing and the wine up and that sort of thing. But finding different creative ways of showcasing women in these videos doing different things. I mean, if I even like fit fit up on a site at work, um, or you know, like a you know, um a driver or do something else, like something else, something else. Outside the wine up, wine up. So even if they don't want to go hardcore and show that it's an obvious lesbian couple. There are so many ways to show that the partner is also of the same sex. Like I said, get creative with it. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos done, generally, where you're only seeing one actor, actress, and then at the end of the day, you see the partner, but you might not see the whole of the features of the partner. You might not see mm-hmm. the facial features. But you do know it's either male or female. So, um. Yeah, like them really just need to get creative with how it is that. But 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 here's the other thing: do they want to? And As that if they is don't where want to, then it's it's Yeah, my I have a question. Hmm. Do you believe their representation or how they depict queer women, lesbian women, bisexual women, is how movies depict them? So them watch a few movies and say, okay, this is how mm. them present them woman. No, no, no. That's how porn depicts them. No, Let's not get porn. No, not right. No, I know. Porn. I understand where you say movies, but understand porn is also. Mm. I know mm. a snippet. It, it just like how you can have soft porn. Yeah. Then you can have the hard porn. Right. So mm. I don't think so because if you look at movies. Even the lesbian series, you're usually seeing, uh, you, you're seeing different class, different race, um, different social structure. Mm-hmm. It's there. So even when you look at like a TV series, like what 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 what, what, what the popular one did you did younger the L word. Mm-hmm. You had the executive. You had the creative mm-hmm. that never had no money. You mm-hmm. had the tomboyish, masculine presenting person. You had the real um, femme, mm-hmm. you know, lipstick, heels, and all. And mm-hmm. you, the, the variety was so was so clear. You had the soldier. Yeah. You had the, the, yeah, the person who everybody around from one from from one friend host to the next friend host. I didn't mm-hmm. have no and then for a less professional series, like um, what the one on YouTube? Um, by by women? Are that them? No, not that. 
it was almost like um was almost oh, like an L word, but mostly black people. I can't remember Whitney, name, but I know what you're talking about. I can't about. remember them names. Um and and they did the same thing. You had the person who was an executive, you had the, the, the woman who was uncertain of, you know, how she identified, so she was kind of going through the phases. Mm-hmm. She wasn't sure if she was attracted to a man or a woman. And then you yeah. had the person who got heartbroken. You had the wilding out one. So there's always a multitude of ways to represent the individual. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get creative with it in a dance bar. It, them just want to have, they just need to want to do it. That's, that makes sense? Yes. 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 So, <laughs> how hard do you think it would be to get them to one of JSTAG's public speaking? You know, that's something I always, always want to do. Artists and directors, because it's not just the artists. You know, mm-hmm. the director, them, I think sometimes the artists just go along with what the directors are saying. And management, well, to a lesser extent. Everybody but them too. Right. Um, but, but you know, oh, Usher didn't go on. I think it really goes back to intention, like what is their intention of doing this? Because me just believe that. Is that them do a publicity stunt or them a promotory song? That is it. No real representation. Yeah, it's, sex. it's sex at the end of the day. Yeah. That's where it starts. That's where it comes for them. Mm-hmm. I don't so, think they care to represent any other. any Because it doesn't fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. They want the freak. Because look at it. Yeah. Here is where the progression went. So we had vibe started. No. I couldn't even say vibe started. But let's, let's use that. And then we had, what's her name? Curvy. Yannick did the one boat. Mm-hmm. People, right? Right. No, no. And then. Aishana. right. That mm-hmm. did equal, right? Anyway. And then uh, you have. Um, what's his name? I mean, this had nothing to do with Lesbian, but you can see where he was pushing the. the the sex on social media kind of thing. Dexter that when he did owner. Bring it to mm-hmm. the owner. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm going to bring it up because here, here's where the overtly sexual thing for me started. When I saw that video from Dexter Dapp, I was a little surprised because I remembered his first video was very awkward and this was a heterosexual couple in the, in the first video. Also a heterosexual mm-hmm. Couple in a day, explicit one, but he, it was very awkward. They didn't want the girls to come out of our shoes. I asked the question, and the person was saying, "Boy, they wanted it to be able to play freely without it being taken down from either, you know, the national system or from social media." But look at us now, but naked, it is out. Mm-hmm. And then what are we having now? Now we're having what's her name? Sensia with girl in other bathtub and then the one you know with the S mm-hmm. with the two girls and from the beach and the, the, the whipped cream and all of them from them. Mm-hmm. So there is there is movement, but the movement for me has nothing to do with the gay community and has any, everything to do with uh, as you said before, being okay with being mm-hmm. okay with sucking sucking pussy, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Being okay with doing the things that you see on your TV, yeah, but somehow felt that you were unable to talk about it. 
remember, you know, Jamaica just full of people when I really show public, um, the PDA, public display of affection. Mm-hmm. We not even want to talk about sex. If I talk to your mother about it, chances are she cook your hour on you. Talk to your father, he might tell you one, one thing. Them lie to the picture them until them reach teenage years about how babies were made. So, are we trying, probably what needs to happen is we just need to get people comfortable with themselves and sexuals. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of persons aren't. So when we get the sex issue out of the way, then we can talk about it. Yeah, mm. I think they promote sexual behaviors. That is it. Yeah. And, and, and I think the danger um, in all of this, um, for me, as a woman that looks very feminine, presenting, um, is that when you're out with a woman, who would also look feminine presenting, then it kind of give men this, this um impression. I don't want to say permission, but it's like man feel okay to invite themselves in, you know, because of all these things that you see sometimes, you know, once the two women them look feminine presenting, you're almost like there's a chance where you can get fake put yourself in the middle and then these women would cater to you. So it's almost like men now kind of don't have any respect for your relationship because they kind of feel like, so, oh, yeah, I don't really, really nothing serious. You know, like, you know, we can't do this. I know we can't be lesbian fool into art, like some foolishness. And I think it kind of invalidates. There, there's a part of it that invalidates um, yourself and your relationship. So I think those kinds of things um, come at play when we see these kinds of um, representations as well. Um, and it was funny because I went on Google and I, and I searched um, lesbians in dancehall music and all the things that came up was either porn-related stuff um, and then now I'm seeing where there's this podcast that says is lesbian erotica the new dancehall trend that is now happening and I think that is what a lot of people are seeing this as as nothing full tech serious but it's just like this new father you know that this new wave for the sad that come about and and I mean we just watch the video we like the video we talk about it and then it done Hmm. Hmm. Very wrong. Um. Yeah. It's a very appropriate question to ask because at the rate that we go in, can we really truthfully say, and also, that's why it is. That is true. Um. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm seeing a question. It says, can it be argued that along the path of sexual liber, liberalization, liberalization, why am I struggling today, um, is dancehall's queer inclusion? But is it inclusion? No, it ain't. That is my, my thing is not about not like, we are showing it, you know. We are showing it. We are showing it. 
But the context of how we're showing it in, I don't know if that counts as included. That's not not how it's translated to the audience. Or rather, that's not how the audience translates it or interprets it or whatever. Yeah, so that's where my issue is. I'm not arguing to see it. I'm just arguing to say... Trying to normalize freakiness. Yeah, it's not where it's supposed to be. But it can be argued. And a lot of people will say, you know, but it counts for something. And I can possibly, I can possibly agree to an extent that it might count for something in the fact that the intention might not be this, but in doing the fuckery, somewhere along the line, very very deep, very wide, very narrow, deep, 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 deep down. Some some good conversation. Like we can have a conversation. I think it's a conversation starter. And I don't know if the onus is now on civil society or whoever to pick up the conversation and kind of turn it into something that can ultimately go back to the dancehall space and push out something different. I think that's maybe how it should go. Because I don't know if dancehall is going to be, or maybe not now, maybe a couple years down the line, who knows? Maybe one woman will come out and, you know, she's going to be biased or she's going to be lesbian and her content of music and what she put out are going to be specifically to talk about the issues. But I don't know if you can expect Vibes Cartel write one song about two lesbian women and the struggles with them I got you. Me and if that's a vibe scottle. I don't know if I will ever I wonder expect that from them. I wonder if there are any lesbian dancehall upcoming artists. Possibly not in Jamaica, mm. but overseas, who do music in the in the queer context. And the girl that's in the song will say, um, the, the soca song. Oh God, oh, again. Um, the I think she name what celebrity? I saw she name. Oh. What's in this song? Oh, the song they go. She sing. Walking trophy. Walking trophy. Me a walking trophy. So I think I think there was something. Maybe if I did two, I just fuck up on the blog. But I know she. I don't know if she's lesbian or bi or I'm 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 not sure what she identifies as. I know it's not heterosexual, but it's something along the spectrum of something. Um, and I think though I I didn't read something one time where she was saying either she did sing the song about our girlfriend or some some something, some thing mm. of the sort along those lines. That is the public the closest me ever hear of. Anything. So is this is is this like a is this like a Sam Smith who came out and did songs that had no gender in it until he came out as being gay and then everybody realized that it was different songs than anybody could actually. To be honest, me. Okay. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know the I remember the actual thing that I read. Let me see if we can Google it while I'm there. So, um. So did she do a video for that song? The walking trophy. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did. She not have to have one video. Like, she, she are walking on place to sell food and she are walk, like, in a New York or something. Oh. 
Oh, I think there's a oh, bit. They had nothing to do with 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 well, no. Let me not feel like people are gonna get that. You know what, Tracy? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Ask for too much. <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> ask for all the things. I feel like I want all. I want all this. Like Chasey. No. no, but well, Anna, when we wrap up, a wrap up time? No, it's not wrap up time. Okay. Um, <laughs> who? All right. So my question is, who? When they're doing these type of representation and such, who are they targeting? Because when Cartel doing song and so freaky girl song, everybody did it. like after a while them that get into it. But when Aishana did her song. There was this whole heap of backlash behind it and all of them. Mm-hmm. Something. So who them are marketed towards? And I think that will more go towards, well, we don't say not inclusive already. So I think their market makes it not be inclusive because it's a market towards one set of people and they make it attract and so, and that is just it. Because if you look at it, the, 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 the Freaky Girl song was really aimed towards men. Because, because look at it. It can't be woman. When some woman... Are I think they woman must sing it about freaky girls. Yeah, they're singing no, about, but, the, but it's the, not the, the target so. He was talking to women. He was telling women that if you want okay suck wood, freaky, you must suck it proud. That is a woman. He must say, if oh, you want to okay. suck wood, you must, you must walk and suck it. Suck. Yeah, but then the same yeah, man, woman then turn around when they must first eat each other and call the next one suck a girl. Yeah, but I think that is just so, a part of oh, we cost angle low. I mean, I think right, but low. So we still think of it as something derogatory. I mean, I think how we argue is different from where we think actually goes. So right, but there, in arguing, you know, when you because there to- there are people who believe in abortion, there are people who have right. had abortions themselves. But if you're not gonna cuss and I gotta come feel, and you know, say the girl, you know the girl secret that she have abortion, you gotta tell her say she dash her belly. Because I feel mm-hmm. like that's just all we cuss. But in the same right, me me okay with having an abortion, and me okay if my friend say she won't have abortion, I say, yeah, girl, me and probably got the clinic. But if me and I got a cuss, mm-hmm. I'm know the girl's secret and she bring up something about me, of course, me I do something for her to you back. I mean, I care if it, I don't think in that sense is about right or wrong. We just feel like, say, if you have come for me, me I'll come back for you too. No, but God, I'm not wrong with that. But if a doctor yeah, would draw for, for done the person, then it means that, uh, do you, do you really think it is something good to be done? We no, think I mean, no, but we look at enough things away. Like, it is for their mother, like, oh, under their mother big and stink. You know, if, I mean, I don't know if and their mother began to stink. So I think it I think it's about how we are very contradictory as a people. Like we uh-huh. settings sometimes what we know say it in a gusso or in a make no sense. But when we are close, it's not a course. That's like anyway. how we make the video with the lesbians or the bisexuals and then turn around and cut them out. It's I will end with saying that I think I would say what has been happening is a conversation starter. 
I don't think the, the owners, or I don't think we can expect men in dance hall, even sometimes women in dance hall don't get the language right, they don't get things correct. And sometimes them try to say certain things, you know, and they mean good. And because them use the wrong word or them say it the wrong way or come across wrong, everybody jumping on custom. And so enough people sometimes feel like they're not even about to try for say nothing, like for, try for showing the support or nothing. Because sometimes them them just don't know the right words and things over say it. And then we are saying it in our own, in our own words and it come off wrong, like just create problem upon them. So I don't know if we can really and truly expect dancehall artists, men or women, they really come out and give accurate representation and use the right, because sometimes we don't even know the right words. Them, I have to ask like a Glenoir or whoever. Sometimes if, if I can say this this way, because I don't know, and not everybody in a dance hall have access to a person like a Glenroy or whoever if ask if we do this, if it will come off wrong or if we do this, it will come off right. So I will say Google. all of this has been happening is not being done in the right way. I'm definitely admitting to that. I think it is a conversation starter and maybe it is on the people who are woke and the people who understand and can say, Oh, yeah, do this another right way or whatever. It is for us to then appreciate the conversation starter and then say, but what about if we do it this way or if we can do this too? And then maybe from that, them can pick up to say, maybe do it that way at this time, or maybe at this this time, or maybe read from the Anglia or include a narrative here or whatever. But man, I never expect nobody in a dance hall to come up with the right things and the right kind of because not everybody don't have access to like people like only we have information and maybe the dance hall artists don't reach out to nobody at J flag to get the right lingos and whatever because they not so they might try to promote the LGBT lifestyle and one only for the, the gay agenda. Yeah, yeah, right, and whatever. So I think I appreciate the conversation starter. And it is for the woke people now and the feminists and whatever. Finna bash, appreciate the conversation starter and open the conversation and educate people. Because it is on us to educate people now because we know. And if you Google sometimes or if you if search, yes, sir, you don't always get the right words or fit our Jamaican right. So sometimes mm-hmm. the owners depend on we when know the when we know the thing. And we understand how it looks because we in the community, you know, so we know how it looks and we, and we feel it. So it is on us to, however, partner with whoever, some people in the entertainment industry, have a nice little space on Twitter article, live, invite some people from the dance hall space, you know, people that might do even whatever promotion, we kind of have access. And have a conversation and say, you know, like, yeah, you know, we, we realize that this will happen, but we think, oh, it'll happen. It's a, you know, so if we can think about things a little differently or whatever. So um, I think some of that goes back to representation and such because are they at that place? So while you'll find like more women, the women, the female dancehall artists will say, all right, then they're open to this conversation, open to accessing this space so they can curate their music videos and 
lyrics and whatever to be more representative are the males there them more i use it in a them video and them song and so but are they there where they would want to access this space to learn this information so the representation can be more accurate yes you don't know if you're not trying and and, and like i said you might never have access to cartel you're not gonna have access to popcorn you're not gonna have access to whoever else whatever but I think a lot of us have access to people who work on sound, people who are selector, people who are play the song them in a the dance hall, people who are plan the event them and are hire the artist. I think we have access to quite a lot of few people on Twitter. Mm. And so, like I said, I don't think it's about um, maybe it will never be reaching out one and one to these entertainers because, like I said, everybody have a managing brand. And not everybody is at that place where they're going to feel free to put up on a live or in a space or at an event with an organization like a JFLAG to talk about certain things. Because some people, realistically, they're just not there. You have other artists who wouldn't do it, no, wouldn't have a conversation. But in the meantime, we can use people who have close access to those kind of people and start the conversation. Because I mean, look on Bunty Killer where they are singing both for kill, 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 kill. Years of Bunty are singing for kill. Years of Bunty are the fuckery. And then eventually, see, him a third and him have a different kind of you know, perspectives on certain things. So I think, just like what um, somebody said, Tracy, things not going to happen probably the next five years. We're not going to really see nothing meaningful. But if we do it consistently, Maybe the next 10 years, we might see different type of things that happen in a dance hall. But if we don't make that move to facilitate those spaces, then people just do what they want to do every day. Because at the end of the day, me I put that song, more people listen to the song, more won't get enough views on YouTube. So I'm going to do the fuckery me want to do. So I think, just like with everything else at JFLAG, we don't have issues with the healthcare people, them. We don't do the session with healthcare. It never happened in a one training session. People never change in a three months. It did take years of you know, train people. Yeah. People facilitate where they were. Some people ask the question and wrong. Some people say things wrong. But when you know, bash and shame, when they say no, but you know, like the way you ask that if they ask it, so it would have better. So I think we just have to meet people where they are and help to facilitate where we want them to go eventually. I feel like this could be like a video literate um, It could, yeah. Series. yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Ideas are that, flow. That, that, that's where it's because, because then it will go across without having to talk to an individual. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I see it. Them. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But then the owners become them watching it and, and, and the takeaway from it. So for me, I hope, and this is my hope, that we get to that place where we're comfortable with ourselves sexually so that we can actually be comfortable with others mm-hmm. who are being them true selves. We can't be, you know, walking around talking about people need to be them true selves, they need to be them true selves, and when they are their true selves, we're judgmental and bashful with them, right? Mm-hmm. So I hope I didn't use bashful in that in that sentence very curtly. I almost feel like it meant shy. Um so 
I hope we get to that place. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope, especially dancehall, because I think dancehall has one, a vibe, and two, it has an audience. And it has a very important audience. And I feel mm-hmm. like people can get that audience to a place where if they see a gay couple, not an issue, then I think mm-hmm. most of Jamaica's most of the problem that we're having with Jamaica and homophobia mm-hmm. might start to dwindle down or we can we can move the conversation in another direction. Um yeah. instead of instead of one instead of where it is now. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have to start small. And like we, like Sue said, it is a conversation starter. This is the conversation starting. So mm-hmm. what happens after this is is also important and integral in the way forward because we've been looking at dance hall's direct impact instead of its indirect impact. And this conversation is an indirect impact of, of, mm-hmm. of what has what, been happening. And that is what dance hall always so, do. Then the second right. with intention so, for the but it just happened. And it, it it has started the conversation which will which will spark a movement, which will spark something else, which will do something else. So in that context, <laughs> then I'll say yes. Yay! It, it could be <laughs> as some form of whatever is a quarter of one is towards <laughs> progress. Yeah. From that angle. Yeah, it's just been a good right. Sunday. So, so, it's just a hope. It's yeah, for real. And that's what it so is. That's, yeah. my, that's my hope for it. That's what it is, and that's all we can hope for. Shad, yeah. do you have any final hopes? Um, I think it's the same. Well, then now that we've reached the end, I think um, I I do agree. Um, it is a conversation starter and such. We don't know where the conversation might lead and such, but it is a start. So then if it might reach into, okay, then the first topic where we discuss more sex toys need for debates for women and all them something because this is happening and such, or mm-hmm. what does co-presentation look like and how we can properly represent this. So it is a conversation starter. It is important and I'm eager to see if... It's going to stay the same way or it is going to grow into something more than just mm. woman and kiss up and just the sexual part of it. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see that part. So I'll be looking out for some things from J-Flag, you know. And I, I think we should probably try and get like a sponsorship for a, for a queer artist who might be living over who wants to do a real raw dance hall video that shows that the starter as to how the representation should look. <laughs> Sounds like y'all have money. Who knows? Y'all have money down there. There, there might be. No, there can, might be. Well, just some, some dancehall movement, some. music genre, thunder, somewhere art. It is creativity. So we look for the art, thunder, art. Give me the money. I'm going to write this song. So, well, no. I am a songwriter. No. I can write a lyric. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Right, you can, you can write lyrics. <laughs> you know what, Tracy? I have lots of hidden talents and I'm an artist. At the core of... I, I don't deny that you can write lyrics. <laughs> you know? People won't even have enough views on YouTube. 
Well, it's delusional. Every day she gets up at Twitter, she and cartel there. The girl is delusional. I think that is all. You don't know about my relationship with Adija. You you don't know about my relationship with him. So you will not speak on us. It's a long distance relationship. It's, it's long distance long. right now. So yeah. yeah. It is what it is, Shadina Maskell. But thank you, ladies. Oh my god, this has been so great. Such a fruitful discussion. Yes, it yeah. was. I hope people will listen so, and go okay, take season break. three. Crap. It's season one. Four. Four. Right. So season five from a case. Right. Upcoming. <laughs> Be up on yourself. I don't want a nice skin skin people dance all. Be up on yourself. Or my listen to Vibes Cartel. He's a little bit low right now, but he's going to be getting back to his full form. <laughs> I think for season five... Oh, for season six, I'm going to pick them all. I'm going to pick them all. For season five, I don't know if I want to do this, but I think we can look for polyamorous relationship and what they look like. All right, Shadina. Yeah, man. No, because what I was saying, um, when Karim did his, like a lot of the videos, because of, a lot of the comments, because of how the couple presented, so you had a man, a masculine presenting woman and a feminine presenting woman, a lot of the comments were like, Awadis and all of them, something there. But when them say two women and a man in a polyamorous relationship, then everybody are like, yeah, this look nice. And so some of you say something we can look in and talk about. And you can lead that discussion, Shadina. I would be happy to see you lead that discussion and educate us. You want to already have corner can lead. I will follow like a backup singer in the background. We just stay as support. You will, you will be the voice on the other side. What what what's that they want there? <laughs> be up on the nineteen self. We're missing all them. right, it is. And yes. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Oh, well, look at that. They do the takeaway and then what else? Like, comment, subscribe, and share. So I have one question for us. Sorry, I mean, I was funny. I don't know anything. No, I don't know. No, girl, I have one already. Um, How long after you got your nipple piercing, you go like swimming in a river? So. Um. Jadina, are you trying to tell us something? No, me ready to go swim. Oh, but you can't swim. Oh, so you got a little piercing. From December, girl. So why you can't swim? But that was from December. Is it like six months after the fact? That's I'm gonna ask somebody because the girl did say wait three to six months, but I didn't want to ask. Going in the water? Like swimming. Yeah, no, so, no swimming like going in. Beaches, yeah, rivers, but yeah, but assault water. You well, I would, I would more exactly. I'd, I'd probably say going to the beach would be better because it's salt water. It heals. Men, mm. I use salt water something they clean, man. We use. Yeah, um, but where I say salt water generally. Yeah, well, that's not true. Oh well, well I can go to the beach. Like, you know, I get no purer water than river water. Well, unless somebody. Where where based on where it comes from, come in. Uh, I think because when you get my one in December and then we could have shown oh, we did go December. one beach somewhere. Where did they go? Where did they go somewhere in a like go? 
Oh, your birthday.